during the opening too. It's just I just want to get get it over quick. No, I'll just be quiet. Because this is the seventy fifth no, episode of SETI Bimco and the twenty fifth episode of season two, SETI Bimco Part Two The Revenge. And this month is what, George? Uh, spider yes. month, spider month, does whatever. And later in this hour, we're going to watch comes. the very first episode of the Spider-Man 1970s TV show uh, and create revenge sequels for it, right? Uh, I guess. Okay. And we'll also right. answer that question. Did George Washington ever get revenge on that dentist who gave him wooden teeth? Can I add to that? Yeah. You know that they weren't wooden teeth, right? Uh, I can be that guy. Uh, this is a long They're, argument. They're made of hippo ivory. <laughs> so I think the wronged party there is less the dentist who, you know, so I'm George Washington. I don't feel like flossing. Pull out all my teeth. Okay. Dentist is like, this guy didn't feel like taking care of his teeth. Let me make him a new one. I think the really aggrieved party is the fucking hippopotamus. Yeah. Because he had to surrender either his teeth or his tusks or whatever the hell it is they have that produces ivory so they can be carved into little man-sized nuggets for some president guy who couldn't be bothered taking care of his proper oral hygiene. It's ridiculous. Well, we're going to return to this argument right after right. this song. It's SETI Binko Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. I'll find you, unless your name is Waldo, in which case I can never seem to find you. It's the SETI BIMCO show. It's SETI BIMCO Part 2, The Revenge. Ooh, you know what the show is about. Ooh. And each week, about before we get revenge. going, yeah. we pick a wild card question. All right. Because we're going right, to talk about it? this movie, Spider-Man. It's just called Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. a origin story. And uh-huh. after it's over, we're going to answer a random question that I didn't know because I just pulled it out of a hat. What is it, Tim? This week. Oh, my God. This has been in here. I've got... I've got Two left. Two I left. I hope it's who, and this who is, has been bitten this, by a radioactive spider. I hope that's what it is. No, I've been waiting for this one. This is. All right. So we're going to watch this movie, and we're going to, at the end, improv, make it uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. Who from this movie would most likely name their child Adolf Hitler? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> you knew that one was in there, right? No, of course not. <laughs> All right. What if I would have resigned from the podcast in, in disgust? <laughs> Now I'm having to write those, that name in my little notebook <laughs> that I keep notes in. I'm disgusted. And it's not not George Washington. Uh, well, who was it? Oh, it was Gay Hitler. Gay Hitler was a dentist, so in the 1930s, before yeah, just, the name was ruined. Because Tim is just throwing out random word salad. Let, just to remind everybody, the recurring character on our podcast is the real-life man who had the unfortunate name of Gay Hitler, son of so, George Washington Hitler. He was a, was a dentist in upstate New York, or was it Illinois? I forget. Ohio. In the 1800s. Ohio. But he had nothing to yeah. do with George Washington's teeth that were made out of wood. Or did so, he? Who knows? Or were made of hippo ivory, as I've already established. Anyway. We'll so get Tim, to that question. So do you have, yeah, do you have something? I have a story. You quit being angry at things, so. Yeah, I'm no longer a person who is outraged, and today I'm going to share with you a story of wonder. Okay. A story of childlike wonder. So um, just as we were about to record, Tim, we're recording a little bit later than usual, folks. So if we get sleepy, you'll know why. I'm not and sleepy. I was still like a minute or two after late because uh, right as I'm about to record, there's a frantic knocking at my studio door. Mm-hmm. And I go, Nicole, I mean, no, I go, girlfriend, 
what is that? And she goes, you got to come see this. Our cat Zoe made a six inch long turd. Wow. Yeah. So we have six, you did measure no, five it? cats. Did you measure it? She, and then, she did. And then throw the before, ruler away? <laughs> before coming to get me, and in her words, she put, the, she put the ruler really close to it. And sure enough, in his litter box was a six inch long turd from a cat. Wow. Yeah. That's Which amazing. in human terms is like... Tim, if you took like a shit that filled five gallon buckets. <laughs> it's not that big. Yeah, it is. And you're I know normally with... you're like a two bucket guy when you're shits. You're as bad as J. Jonah Jameson with his facts, which we'll get to, but. Uh... <laughs> Wait, Wait, we're talking spoilers. He was the only character that made sense in this movie. <laughs> okay, well. So six, did you take a picture and send it to Guinness or Ripley's or uh, me? Uh, send it to the New York Post, hoping they'll write okay. a delectable headline. Something like Man six inch turd comes out of cats. twelve inch turd or something. I don't know. No, yeah. oh, here it is. Here's the here's the headline. Six inch cat shit comes out of one foot shit cat. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. I should work for the post, except for my <laughs> politics are not what theirs are. Then they'll find out you have five cats are like, wait, their averages are way too high. <laughs> the chances of this happening. Like this guy's probably coaching a team of long shitting cats. <laughs> you know how that happened? Because that cat saw a video of yeah. Carl Crabtree's vacuum circus. I'm not going to explain that. But vacuum circuses, they scare cats. <laughs> That's the cat's the least favorite circus. Um, the vacuum is circus. Carl Cab- is Carl Crabtree a real person <laughs> sure or someone is. from the Hamilton verse? <laughs> We see a lot of movies with Arkansas. people named. <laughs> yeah, that could be. That could definitely have been a character in any of the Boggy Creek movies. But Well, you, that's funny you said that because my wife and I were walking my dog. And if you listen to this show, you know that twice my dog has pooped out an upside down, like the, in the shape of an upside down chocolate ice cream cone. Just a perfect poop stood up like that. <laughs> And she did it again while I was walking with my wife. And she's never seen this. And she was like, oh, look what he did. Look what she did. It's, it's, that's perfect. It's standing there. We should take a picture of everything. I'm like, yeah, she's done this like Old news, three wifey. other times. Old news. Big deal. Let we me s- know when she poops out a hot dog in a bun. <laughs> right. A big one. A big one. <laughs> never oh, mind. Oh, Tim, you have to explain the references. You can't drop these obscure references. All right. Well, watch our big episode. Big is called. the name of the alleged <laughs> sausage company that Tim saw many references to in our recent-ish episode, Bread. Have you been, onli- I, have you been online today, George? Uh, I posted a know, picture of it, and I tagged you. No, I okay, I haven't. The only time I was online today was to stream Spider-Man number one. <laughs> Okay. Well, I have, right. an, I have a oh, new wait, segment, no. unless, you're, unless we want to talk about poop. Let's hear a new segment. Poop all day. My new segment is new to segment, look up all day? revenge uh-huh. stories in the news of, uh-huh. of any time period, because uh-huh. I do like talking about the news, but, you know, I talk about the news, and I record ahead, and it's already old news. That's right, it is. So, did you see what I sent you, or do I have to read it? Oh, you have to read it, absolutely. <laughs> a woman gets revenge on her husband, who... Uh-huh who detailed all her sex excuses on a huge spreadsheet. So, stupid story. They probably blew it out of proportion. But he did make a... Yeah. Was the spreadsheet publicly available to other people to peruse? Is that why... Well, now it is. That's that's her revenge. 
because oh, she posted it online. She posted it with the real reasons she didn't want to have sex certain nights. Oh, because he, he, he wrote like onions. she's watching her favorite show, Friends, doesn't want to have sex, uh-huh. which is a lame excuse because Friends is on twenty four hours a day somewhere, right? Does she have to you watch? Can stream it? it? Who the fuck? Yeah, you stream Friends. <laughs> you don't you don't wait till Friends is on. You just go on Hulu or wherever has Friends and you play it. <laughs> so she he had the spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> this is oh, no. her. I got into bed after a good workout and was totally in the mood. But then he farted and Dutch ovened me. <laughs> I can't. Is this real? I don't know. It's online. It's on the internet. So it's Where real. Where is this? I want to find this article. I sent it to you. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, there it is. All right. It got, is this is an updated. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I'm going to go on the record. I don't understand anyone who farts in front of their spouse. Well, farts are not sexy. No, but measuring six inch turds are. That is sexy. Because <laughs> you could be like, hey, you know what else looks like a six inch turd? Uh, and then you oh, end the segment. So, uh, yeah. So there they are. I just thought the Friends one was lame excuse because Friends is on everywhere. Soon you can get a chip in your head and you just watch Friends. While, while Do you you're, have that chip? While you're at work. No. I got no. that chip so you can watch uh, Seinfeld all the time. Mm, racist. <laughs> what? Is it Seinfeld racist? <laughs> oh, the one, uh, the one comedian. What's his name? Kramer, yeah. Kramer. I guess both shows are pretty racist as they're set in New York City, and I don't think I've ever seen the person of color in either of them. True. Very true. Yeah. That last season of Friends, I think Ross was dating a black woman. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's about it. Yep. And I think there was one episode of Seinfeld where George puts on his glasses. And if you look very carefully in the frame, you can see maybe what looks like a black man walking across the street on the other side. <laughs> but it's very, you have to kind of stop it and see it. Are they like the glasses from uh, them? <laughs> no, no, it's just a reflection. They're like, actually, you know, it's him. They're like the x-ray glasses you'd get in the back of comics. Okay. And then he puts it on and he looks at Kramer and goes, ooh la la. <laughs> and that's the fun. And then there's a laugh track because we're laughing because it's like, oh, he saw Kramer naked. That's fun. <laughs> that's not fun. And then, Speaking, him, yeah. then Kramer got revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Already? Yeah. I'm doing a revenge story for an episode of Seinfeld. Jesus. Yeah, he uh, he waited till George went to sleep, and he snuck into his room using the extra key he made. I know. And he uh, stabbed him to death. Oh, I thought you were gonna say yeah. Dutch ovened him. No, no. <laughs> no Kramer, Kramer plays for keeps, my friend. We need callbacks because <laughs> we told no, we have about this story. We have too many callbacks. <laughs> you will make a passing reference to something that happened on this show three years ago, and just with no explanation. And people listening are like, "Was that a? What's he saying?" So there we have my first <laughs> revenge story from the news. This woman, Pretty good. Woman posted it, and her real excuses, her real reasons were, you know, Dutch oven me. He uh, he was watching Spider Man. Yep. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. You gotta, I don't know. You got to help me out with this one. Now this is all yours. I'm letting you dig this all yourself. Closed story. But you know, talking about Seinfeld, did you realize uh-huh. there's a character from Seinfeld in this Spider Man movie? That's a good segue. Segue. You know, Let's talk okay. about Spider Man. What? 
Yeah. I was wondering that. I didn't check. There is the delivery man who looks a lot like George's father. Was that, in fact, George's father? No. No. One of the henchmen is Uncle Leo from Seinfeld, if you remember no. that character. Yes. So. Wait. The three random samurai henchmen? Oh, no, no. The, the t- There's two guys running around making oh, sure that goons. the, the okay. accidents happen. And one of them... All right, so... We should talk about so Spider-Man. as part of Spider Month, Spider Month, or we did Spider Man One. Aunt May, yeah. I mean September month. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. That delivery. <laughs> what? So Aunt the movie Aunt opened. This is the first one. This is where we learn how Peter gets his Peter Parker, of course, mm-hmm. the amazing Spider Man, spectacular Spider Man, the web of Spider Man, all the Spider Mans. Uh, it opens up. We actually see like just a person on a bus, and you hear the voiceover of Tobey Maguire. And he's like, no, that's not me. And then he cuts to another guy who's kind of like eating a sandwich and goes, oh, I would even take that guy. And then they cut outside and you see Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire running alongside the bus, everyone laughing at him. Like, and he goes, that's me. And then like that's Superman? the joke. I watched the wrong – see what I did? I watched the wrong Spider-Man. Gotcha. Movie. I know what yeah. you were doing. You didn't know. You were, you were sitting there. People, you don't see this. <laughs> Tim was scratching his head looking around going, whoa, whoa. I got it. So for a little backstory, uh, this is actually the third time we've covered the territory of the Spider-Man TV series from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim and I did an episode a while ago. Uh, it was called like the, it wasn't the, Avenue, what was it? It was like the Avenue <laughs> Horror, but not. Yeah, it was like Mysterio, but the not. The Spooky House case. And I really liked it. Like, I liked it so much, I watched another episode of Spider-Man afterwards. And oh, I was no. like, I don't understand why the show wasn't a bigger hit. <laughs> Then you and John watched one called Wolfpack, which yes. uh, that was, a, I don't know, it didn't sound as good an episode. It's also about mind control, same as the origin story. It wasn't the fucking, the one we <laughs> saw first, that was also kind of mind control. No, that was just trying to scare the lady and make her think a ghost was in her house by hiding speakers. Yeah, but there were speakers <laughs> hidden, but also wasn't there like a hallucination element? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that so was, that's a mind control wild. thing. It's like... That's not mind control. This... So, okay, this episode, this is, I guess, the pilot of the TV show, which ran mm-hmm. for two seasons, but very short seasons. Yes. Uh, Nicholas Hammond, with the most spectacular 70s hair, plays Peter Parker. He was in and Sound of Music. not only just the – he was in Sound of Music. He was one of the uh, Dinklevoss kids, whatever the fuck their names were. <laughs> and um, this gives us the origin of Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. Uh, it's – it's got some really interesting departures from what we all yes. know to be the typical Spider-Man lore, but like some of it was pretty well done. Some of this was <laughs> like cartoonishly awful. Yes. And then there is this while Peter is dealing with his new spider powers and becoming a superhero, his first case that he gets becomes embroiled in is this guy. Oh man. What is his name? Mr. Brian Byron. Uh, uh, uh. Byron. Well, He's I, ha- a sort I have of... it, but you're getting ahead, so I... I... Oh. <laughs> We're just going to move this ahead. It's Byron. <laughs> it's Byron. Who's a bit of a new age guru guy. Edward Byron. Edward Byron. Edward Byron. A bit of... And he's using um, mind control achieved via microwaves and computers. Well, we don't know this yet. You're giving away all yeah, the but, secrets. Uh, 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 there's so much else to talk about. All right. Yeah, but I have many things to talk about. George. Okay. You, you drive this then. Mr. Byron. Uh-huh. I have to drive this train? Yeah. Okay. Nicholas Hammond and David White played J. Jonah Jameson, who was the boss of Darren on Bewitched. Different J. Jonah Jameson yeah. than the rest of the series. Michael Pat- 
Taki played Captain Bar- Barbera. Yeah, he they played, say it like, like Hannah Barbera. He played the Klingon in The Trouble with Tribbles on Star Trek. Mm. Okay, those are my facts. Uh, J. Uh, oh. J. Jonah Jameson's second in command is oh, Robbie, uh, Robinson. Robbie Robertson, yeah. who is normally played as a, like a distinguished older gentleman. He looks like he's the same age as Peter, and he's kind of a cool hip cat. <laughs> yeah. His name, his guy's name was the guy's name was Hilly, the guy who played him. That was his first name. Oh yeah, I looked him up because he was a comedian, yeah. right? Yeah, actually had a pretty good career. It looks like. Um, Len, Len Lesser. Aunt, Aunt May's in this. Oh yeah, sorry. She just has a couple scenes where she's running up and down the stair, yelling to Peter in his bedroom, and like she makes him some food. Maybe a little unsure. What did, I, I get? Peter seems to be living with her, but then there's also this weird bit where like he's in the attic. But we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Len, Len Lesser is the henchman who also played Uncle Leo. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to look that up again. And then uh, Peter has... So, okay, I just want to get into this part. Okay. So typical Peter man, Peter man, typical Spider-Man story is Peter is a high school student who is observing some sort of science experiment at some lab, often tied in with one of his bad guys. He gets bitten by a radioactive spider, gets mm-hmm. the powers... Um, exploits the powers in a way to make some money, and then typically doesn't stop a burglar and his Uncle Ben gets killed. So this yeah. movie does a few things different, which yeah. I thought were actually kind of interesting and not bad. So Peter is a good deal older. He is a grad student. Yep, He's in college. He's in college. Um, he himself is working on a radiation experiment with a guy with blonde hair wearing a Captain America T-shirt. I was going to say like, that. Is this Captain America? Like, and does that guy ever come back? I don't know, but he's nope. Captain America, right? I think his name was Dave. David. I think I, think I actually wrote it down. Uh, yes. Yes, Dave. Captain America shirt. Blonde. But, but this does that. start out, just to, get, just to talk about the plot. Oh, yeah, Before wait, we even see Peter. This is important. Someone walks out of uh, a bank, and they gas the bank. They get in a car. They drive slowly, and they drive slowly into a wall and crash the car. Because <laughs> I want to emphasize to listeners how slowly they drive. Like this is clearly the people making this movie didn't have the budget to smash up a car. No, <laughs> like so I don't think this like this car hit the wall going slow enough that there wasn't going to be a scratch on it. But all the people are always like, "Oh my God, he's trapped between the steering wheel and the." That's later. Plush seats, but don't they all die? That's the point. No. They don't die. They all go into comas. Yeah, but they don't remember what th- happened anyway. It, it was very confusing. Yeah, well, that's they, the only one of the people later is the only one not in a coma. He can't remember. Yeah. That's the professor guy. Yep. But okay. it turns out that something – and the people who robbed this bank, get this, everybody. One of them was a doctor. Yeah. The other was a lawyer. It was amazing. <laughs> Everybody's and like- Captain Barbera, he's like – what they don't make enough money? Yeah, what? That's and he kind of sounds like that. I'm not even doing a bad George does. voice. Like this guy really does talk like this. <laughs> and because those are like the two rich people jobs back in the seventies. <laughs> like you know, that's that's all the money you can make. And this film, like, is why this, they do it? But this is filmed yeah. in L.A. By the way, they can't fool us. It's supposed to be New York. But they, uh, they, I was actually going to uh, opine. Parts of it are definitely New York. They did go there. Yes. They, yeah, there's definitely Empire like State there's building. a scene really filmed the Empire State Building. Um, I was actually thinking this was it looked like San Diego. I'm not San Diego, San Francisco more to me. Mm. Like Peter's house, know. Aunt May's house in Queens. Oh, yeah. That looks like fucking San Francisco. It does. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's definitely, but yeah, it's, it's, 
with some well added in stuff for the time period. There is some actual shot on New York stuff, but yeah, it's definitely not really New York. All the cars, all yep. the big, big boat like seventies cars everywhere. This is so seventies with man. the button that, that lights your cigarette. You remember those? Yep. This is actually come. Why does this always come up? Because I don't know if they make them anymore. If, because if you went a trip, if you were in the car with like your kid friends at a certain point, and you were like, you saw one kid push it in, you're like, oh, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna pull it out and burn one of us. Hey. <laughs> Do you remember that game, Tim? I think you had dangerous friends. <laughs> like, who's he gonna go after? <laughs> he just acted. Did you ever more. get burned by that? Uh, no, I don't. Think I think I did. with my friends, it was more like. We were less inclined to stab somebody with it. So for those of you who are younger listeners, there would be a little thing. Like you maybe remember that's where like phone chargers used to plug in before oh, yeah. USB mm-hmm. ports. That's what they have now. It would like you would push this thing in. It would light up a filament. It would pop out when it's ready. And you have this red hot glowing yeah. disc that you'd use to light cigarettes or in Tim's case, burn your friends. <laughs> <laughs> How did that not come up when this was a podcast about traumatic school experiences? This was younger. I was younger. We only did high school so, kids. Like, no, nah, we. High school and kids even then, the even then, we didn't. We did Spider Man during <laughs> that. Like, he's a, he's a grad student. So I think. Uh, the, I think we do. We see Peter in the the Daily Bugle before he goes to the lab. I can't. That's remember. the first place we see him is at the yes. Daily Bugle, which is another interesting thing. So he's, he's already a grad student. He's already a photographer with a a, a nice camera, and he's. We meet him. He's in a meeting with J. Jonah Jameson and Robbie Robertson trying to sell them photos. And they're like, these are too artsy. Which Put, put, put a shirt on that woman. It's too artsy. What are these pictures? No, I was going to say the opposite. Get some tits in there. Isn't that funny, actually, Tim? Breasts can both make a photo too artsy, too artsy. or too not artsy. It all depends, all depends. on the boob. If it's my boobs, not artsy. He also had some um, artsy, really artsy photos of a six-inch long cat turd in a litter box. They're like, what is and this? And they're like, they're like, is that a, is that a cat's turd? And Peter's like, he's like, yes, fucking know it, Jake. Six Jonah. inches. Put this on and the he's front like, page. He's like, stop the presses. We're putting this on the front page. They take off the headline: Ford to City drop dead. They put foot-long turd cat makes six-inch cat turd. Can you find a dog that poops out an upside-down ice cream cone shape? Well, that's what he sends Peter on his first assignment. Yep. And then Peter, while doing that, Peter bites a, a spider and becomes Spider-Man. Now we're cooking. That's not true. <laughs> so then, so Spider-Man, it turns out he's doing this to make extra money. $46, by the way. I want to say $46. $46. $46 they don't let us being, forget this. No. It's like, very important. Come because, on, James. Well, he doesn't, know, he doesn't know the $46 yet because <laughs> then we go to his lab where he is a grad student working on an experiment with radiation with Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. I called him David. I'm not sure. It is Dave, but he looks just like – in your mental image, if you haven't seen this, he's a blonde <laughs> guy wearing a Captain America shirt. He's Captain America. Uh, and a delivery man comes with uh, – <laughs> oh, what is it? It's not transistors. They do transistors later. That's what he wants. Oh, is it? Is transistors? Oh, they're doing an experiment. What? What are we up to? I'm sorry. Yeah, they're doing. They work. The the irradiated spider, as opposed to Peter just being a, uh, a a kind of observer from high school, he's a grad student working with the effect of radiation on something. Yeah, it's a glass full a of spider- blue juice, and they got to pour yeah, it. Yeah, they something. don't really explain it honestly. <laughs> because it just. Yeah. Because why? Oh yeah, they're doing all this 
stuff with all these machines and a delivery man comes in. They Who I thought was George Costanza's dad, nah. Jerry. Uh, they didn't tell us his name, but his name was Hunky Crabtree. I looked oh, it up. We know who Tim's writing a story about. <laughs> no, it's the delivery yes. guy. Hunky Crabtree, who looks like George Costanza's dad from Seinfeld. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he wanted his $46 and they do, they try to be funny. He, Peter takes, what's that? It's cash yeah. on delivery. Peter tries to take it and says, well, I'll, play, I'll pay you later. And he's, he takes it back and says, no, I need the money now. And, he, and then Peter takes it back and he's like, well, I'll pay you tomorrow. And he takes it back and he says, no, you want to get it? You come to my warehouse. And I'm really afraid of those machines. They're, they're irradiating me. That, that's what I was yeah, he, and Tim's not making a joke. This man is deathly afraid of the lax radiation in this lab, yeah. which turns out to be right because of what happens immediately thereafter. So Peter needs $46 in order to uh, get these transistors he needs. Uh, I did the math, Tim. Yeah. I did the old stick it in the computer to mm-hmm. see what $46 would have been. This was recorded in 1978. That would have been $210.58 today. For transistors. For transistors. Nowadays, you could probably find transistors just on the sidewalk, just sitting there for free. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's made of copper. Copper's worth money. Oh, that's true. Maybe. Oh, maybe it was. So. Hunky Crabtree. He he was very afraid of the radiation. Oh, wait. And later. He doesn't get. Later, he's. Hunky Crabtree leaves. Yeah. Peter needs to get money. Steve Rogers leaves. Yes. And Peter walks out into the alleyway. No, well, first. Oh, no, he gets bit first. First, he gets bit by that spider. That's the whole point Which, of the scene. Yeah, I, how do I forget that part? Like, <laughs> the most key part. So the spider radiation bit, like, they're doing their stuff. The sp- like, Peter's like, what is that thing? What's that little glowing thing? And Steve is like, I don't fucking know. I'm too busy punching Nazis and smashing Hydra. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Captain America. But so a spider gets in, gets irradiated. It, it's pretty funny, the special effect. It's like a it little glows. yellow cartoony, like, wow, wow, wow. A lot and, of spiders um, died while filming this. Oh, so many. They got in trouble for that. Did you read about that? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, International House of Spiders, like, really got <laughs> mad at them. I think it's called the Arachnid Organization. The Arachnid Organization? Yes. I think it's called the Brotherhood of Eight-Legged <laughs> Beings. And yes. it was like an octopus and, and, and spiders. spiders. And, some, and it was this one ant that was trying to fool everybody by wearing an extra couple of legs, and they were like too polite to say anything. <laughs> and it was a pair of Siamese twins, or as we should say, conjoined twins. And that spider in this film, George, mm-hmm. yeah. it it's dead now. <laughs> you can't you can't prove that. We don't know how long spiders live. <laughs> and also, um, so he went out in the alleyway. Well, he gets bit. Yeah. Steve leaves. Peter's putting on his coat, his awesome 70s coat over his awesome 70s sweater. Uh, <laughs> before we talk much further, I feel like we need to mention Peter's collar is outlandishly huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Even by 70s standards. Like you're thinking like, oh, it's big. It's like, you don't know how big this thing is. Like he could take flight. He looks like he looks like Spider-Man villain, the vulture. He <laughs> puts true. on, he gets bit. And a lot of times I feel like when you see the bite scene, they make a big deal of it. It's like, oh, like he's just like, oh. Yeah. It Flicks it off. The it spider's still alive. Well, he was tired of them. That's that's also why they kept dying. He kept eating them by accident. Nicholas Hammond did? Yes. <laughs> did now, Spiders right, are did, attracted to ham and butter sandwiches, and they're very popular in the 70s. <laughs> Nicholas Hammond was eating ham and butter sandwiches. Like that explains uh, lunch and dinner. Call back to previous episode, Shh. Dr. Cook's Garden. <laughs> I'm just every time I do this, man. They're just all they're all like, "Yow, I got to listen to that episode." 
I don't care. Fills into the spider verse. Uh, he gets bit. He steps outside and. Oh, one of those. Is it one of those brainwashed people? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. Hmm. The slowest car in the world <laughs> is coming down the alleyway because yeah. we're not in New York City, really. And I didn't know what was going on. We're watching this. I'm like, why is this person very slowly chasing Peter? And he's like running. Like, well, no, he's walking (laughs) briskly because he doesn't even have to run. And he gets into a dead end and the car just keeps coming towards him. Mm -hmm. And what's he going to do? So he just suddenly climbs up the wall. Right. It was amazing. The car very slowly crashes. in the movie. It may have been, actually. It may have been. Yeah, actually, I, I did feel, surprisingly, I thought that there would be better climbing effects on the pilot movie mm-hmm. but the one episode we saw in the series definitely looked better oh, okay but uh he, he climbs up out of the way <laughs> which is pretty funny because he doesn't seem really amazed enough like no it, there's a there's a similar scene in the comics where peter parker after being bit goes out into the street and a car comes whipping around the corner very fast yes. and he jumps out of the way but because he's been transformed he soars like 20 feet through the air yep. and sticks to the wall. And cr- he's like, what the fuck? And he goes to grab a pipe and he crushes, crushes the pipe it. in his hand. Wow. And it's a very succinct and yeah, it's really a good way of showing really quickly his powers. This one does it so different with him just slowly <laughs> and he doesn't do anything strong, well, which is the pipe that Peter crushed in the comic. It was aluminum. It was, oh wait, it was just aluminum foil wrapped around. It was just a can, just an empty beer can. So Peter climbs down. Mm. He sees the person who crashed the car very slowly. He starts taking photos for the newspaper. Yeah, it doesn't help. It's, it's, it's hurt, right? He's a, he's a total. Well, the guy is super hurt later, it turns out. He's, like he's a total, gonna, what do you he, call those people? A vulture. A vulture. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking pictures. Like, it's like he chases Princess Di. She crashes in her and Dodi Al-Fayed crash in a tunnel. And he stops and takes photos rather than... If he had been there, that's what he would have done. The, 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 the lorry or the bobby or whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> the so, um, so then the cops come, because I guess he did call the cops. Lieutenant Hannah. No, wrong name. Barbara. Barbara. He did Hannah Barbara. <laughs> Lieutenant Barbara. <laughs> I was going to make the joke that his first name is Hannah. Or his was, wife was. Or maybe it was. Who... Uh, like 70s-tastic, outrageously large cigar. <laughs> he really talks like this, and he says a lot of <laughs> stupid stuff, and he's like, and... Um, You're that photographer. Well, Why you that's here? his first time meeting Peter, oh, but he yeah. calls him college boy. And he's immediately suspecting of Peter because he's like, where's the money this guy had? And Peter's like, well, what money? Yeah. And he's like, well, weren't you here? Weren't you the one who called this in? And Peter's like, I wasn't here at this point. Peter is so fucking suspicious, and he's so poor. That, like... <laughs> Anyone with half a brain should be like, oh, you're fucking Spider-Man, aren't you? Like, you're literally <laughs> well, he Spider-Man. he wasn't yet, though. He wasn't yet. Yeah, at this point, he's not. But, like, there's scenes to come where it's like, come on, people. And so he's, he's immediately like, suspicious because, like, I, I, I mean, I would be, I if I'm any... a cop, if I'm a cop and I go to a car accident and there's a guy who calls it in, I know for some reason this guy robbed a bank. And I'm like, oh, you called. You're taking photos now. And the money's gone. Nobody <laughs> else came here because the cops didn't knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you stole the money. Let me arrest you. But he doesn't do it. Peter's like, I, I don't have any Playboy magazines. Honest, officer. No, it's, I don't have any no, drugs. I, don't, I would look at stuff. That stuff <clears throat> makes you tingly. Not like my spider sense. I don't take pictures of the mayor dressing his pig up like a teenager. All right. I don't take a picture of the mayor <laughs> eating pizza with spoons. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> 
So, so Kim's yeah. mind, everybody. So this is so interesting. Peter then, this is interesting. Oh, okay. What? This is, oh, what's interesting? Go on. I want to hear. When it. he goes home, he has a dream, just like Toby Maguire did in the movie. Like it's yep. it's not the same type of dream, but I'm surprised they did this dream thing because that never happened in the comic. Maybe it did. No. I feel like I can actually picture a Steve Ditko drawing of Peter maybe. in a bed, okay, like maybe. going like this, and I, like webs and like eyes. I can't believe I forgot it. If that's what happened. Maybe it didn't, or maybe it happened somewhere. Yeah, he has a weird spider dream, and then he wakes up with a manic grin on his face, and he's like, I got powers from being bit by that spider. And that's how he comes to grips with it. He wakes up, and all all the spiders, I mean, all these flies that used to be in the attic are gone. And he's, and he's, his belly is very full. full. He's like, what? We got to point out, he lives in uh, this attic. And when they show the house from the outside, it's like a mansion. And on the inside, yeah, it's, it's like a mansion. It's got hardwood uh-huh. walls, nicely carved banister. It's humongous. And anyway. So this is Aunt May's house. Yeah. And it is a little, there is a line that uh, Dave, his friend who looks like Steve Rogers, made some comment about like you get the package delivered to your aunt who lives in Queens. Uh-huh. So I don't know that Peter lives there, but he definitely seems to in this episode. He does. The episode the we attic. saw later, he doesn't seem to live with Aunt May. Hmm. Although maybe he doesn't, maybe he's maybe he's unhoused at that point. He could just living be on the streets. Yeah, um, but he. I, another big departure, and this one is the one that's kind of the most head scratchy. There's no Uncle Ben. No Uncle Ben. So Peter's entire reason for becoming Spider-Man is it's like so you know in the in the movies and the cartoons the comics it's always. He becomes like a wrestler or something yes. to make money. Uh, his manager or his promoter is a crook and isn't paying him enough. A guy steals him. He's like, I'm not going to help you. And then the same guy shoots his uncle later. And Peter yes. learns, always help. This one, <laughs> Peter then immediately goes to J. Jonah Jameson to sell him photos of, oh, oh, I forgot. Because then Peter's out experimenting, walking up walls. I was going to say, on the house he lives in, he's walking on the wall in the daylight. He does do that, but then he goes into the city and there's like a big yellow wall and he crawls up the wall. Yes. That was pretty stupid in the house he lives in. He's just yeah. walking around in his socks. He's climbing like, down the, the neighbors don't see the, that. The water spout. Yeah, that was funny. And then like the rain came and washed the spiders out. Yeah. But then up came the sun and it dried up all the rain. And then Spider Man went back in again. Yeah. Um <laughs> so then he's in the city experimenting, he crawls up a wall. Yep. And then we get his first spider sense. Yeah, which makes which no sense. looked different than the episode where it was like, in the episode we saw his eyes flashed and it was like, warm, warm, warm. Yeah. but it, um, in the comics and the movie, Sp- spider sense works to warn him of personal danger. Yes. In this show, it just, Random. It, it, it tells him like anything that needs to advance the plot forward. Yes. <laughs> so blocks away, he sees a woman getting her purse stolen by some dude. Yep. And she's like, stop, Dave. She has got a really... Really quite a voice. Yes. And she's chasing That's, this guy through an alleyway and the guy's running. She has some, and Peter yells something and he scurries down the wall. And the guy is so dumbfounded yeah, at seeing a Peter. Man on the wall. Oh, what he yells. I wrote it down. Hey, hold it. That's his <laughs> That's big what he says. And the guy, yeah, hey, hold it. The guy sees Peter on the wall. He's like, boo. <laughs> Peter scurries down the wall. A cop runs up, catches the guy. A whole bunch of people come Brutal. in that alleyway. All bunch of people are there. <laughs> They all see Spider-Man crawl down the wall. Well, Peter Parker, he's not Spider-Man yet. Yeah. Drop behind a trash bag or something. But the cop like, doesn't. Uh, the cop doesn't. Nobody thinks to walk over like 20 feet and be like, yeah, here's the guy we just saw crawl up the wall. <laughs> this gets reported in the news. And then 
Jade Jonah Peter Jameson. is trying to sell pictures of the car crash to J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. The car look crash that he was part look of. Look at all this blood. He's like, look, it's a guy asleep at the wheel. The brains are hanging and out. J. Jonah Jameson, rightly so, is like, this sucks. <laughs> I can't use this. There's nothing in here. Are you kidding? Now, I would sell. Just a guy, a guy asleep with his in a wheel? brains hanging out, crushed between the wheels. But he wasn't. Wheel. His brain wasn't. Yeah, it was, George. Oh, here's where, right. here's where Jameson great. is stupid. And they do tell him about the man who crawled on the wall. And, J- and, and Peter, JJ's look, like, what do you look when, like? Spiders yeah. have lots of legs. That, that burned me up. Spiders have eight legs. I couldn't stand it. He was like, spiders. I thought you would get mad at that. Then he said, <laughs> spiders have lots it, of legs, Peter. I'm watching him like, I bet you Tim's going to be pissed that he, he just says spiders have lots of legs. <laughs> Because that, to me, speaks to the fact that J. Jonah Jameson just looks at a spider as like, I don't know how many legs that thing's got, but I'll tell you what. It's, it's a lot. It's got a lot. <laughs> could be four. <laughs> could be 500. I don't know. I'm not going to count. And I've never heard how many legs a spider has. Whenever he sees so, a cat turd, he's like, I don't know how many inches that is. I'll bet it's about six. <laughs> Whenever he sees an ice cream cone, he's like, I bet that's a piece of dog shit. Get a ruler, Peter. Um, <laughs> Get a ruler, Peter. I, I can't do JJ's voice. He had, he had a problem well, with numbers. Don't even bother learning because this guy will be gone next episode. He had a problem with numbers. So, he didn't believe yeah, he was. He didn't think the number 14 existed. He had like 15 ulcers, but he only knew of 13 of them. And he had 14 toes, but he only told people he had 13 toes. It's a problem with mm-hmm. J. Jonah and numbers. It is a also, the problem he has so many toes. That's also a problem. Joe <laughs> James has a lot of problems. So I don't know how many toes fun... those are. <laughs> I say so I don't know. I've got a lot of toes. 30, Thirteen of a lot of toes. <laughs> so um, there's this whole scene where Peter is trying to tell them that he was witness to the Spider-Man person people are talking about, and like reporters should, J. Jonah Jameson and Robbie Robertson are like. Well, what was he dressed like? Yeah. He's like dressed. It's like, like they're just asking all these questions, and it sounds very much Does like he... Peter is like a sad loser who's making up a story yes. about seeing his Spider-Man in order to impress them. So Peter gets the idea. Ben I'm Robbie, not going to go. Robbie Robinson was like, "Does it shoot spiders' webs out of its butt or out of its hands?" You know. Does he really say that? Yeah, he's like, "Does it shoot webs out of its butt like a real spider would do, or out of its hands like someone would make up in a comic book?" I didn't catch that part. I don't know if it's a joke or not, folks. Maybe. It could that could have been an actual line. Come on, George. Of course that's a joke. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I feel Did like Did you fall the asleep spiders... again? And miss no, the... it was a... the Let me tell you, buddy. It was a dead. The eight pigs sausage rolls. Um, the line about people asking Spider-Man if he shoots webs out of his butt has happened in a couple of the MCU movies. And I think it happens in the Tobey Maguire movie, well, because too. Because that's just, what a real sense. spider does. Exactly. And, you know, one of these days, Marvel will stop being so priggish and release the Spider-Man we want to see. Yeah. Who, When he's in the middle of a fight with Dr. Octopus or the lizard or whatever, mm-hmm. he drops trow and liquid shits a big web Whoa. on the face. Whoa. Yeah, you heard it. It's a family show. No, it's not. Uh, so then oh. Peter gets his inspiration. Rather than use his money in a show business career, appearing on, on TV or wrestling like he has done in other iterations – he makes in one afternoon yes. a very impressive Spider-Man costume. Because he needs $46, by the way. Because he needs 46 Yeah. How much money did he spend on that costume? That's what that I was thinking. just shit hanging around his house. And yeah. he made web fluid. And I'm like, you can't afford He makes the web fluid a little bit later. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, that's also a good point. Because he said that. Get... He's, did you notice he said that? 
when they ask him what he looked like, they're like, I don't know. He's got a mask. He shoots webs. I'm like, what? You're telling yep. them you're going to make webs fluid already? He was he was digging a hole for himself. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> he's 10 feet so he tall. Makes this costume. He's got five arms. <laughs> he's got it. And, a- and then, <laughs> then Peter, the photographer who is known as too artistic, <laughs> does a typical Peter move, sets up his camera on like a fucking stand. You know, sets it to auto take photos and takes a few photos of him in his new costume on a wall. Right. They're so up close that there's no way to tell it's a fucking wall. It could just have turned the camera sideways and pictured the guy on the floor. He's trying to get his his nipples in there. He's he keeps rubbing (laughs) his nipples. That's we should mention that. Like I don't know why it's it's maybe like a a weird acting choice, Nicholas Hammond. Yeah. Anytime when either Peter or Spider Man is not actively engaged in conversation or action. He's standing there luxuriously stroking his own nipples. <laughs> right there. The that's Batman. a clue. They're the same guy. You're like, you know, I know a guy who rubs his nipples just like that Spider-Man. He did that in Sound of Music, Nicholas Hammond. He did? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's why the Nazis Spider-Man wanted did that in too. Avengers, too. He's oh. always rubbing. I think this is a thing. Uh, okay. Because uh, he escaped. He takes the, the photos. He escaped the Nazis in that movie and Adolf Hitler. Oh. And that's how he met his partner, Dave, a.k.a. Steve Rogers. <laughs> I'm thinking about our. It all makes sense. Oh, yeah. Right question. Uh, uh. All right. Um, so there's another accident, I think, right? Yeah, that's well. F- he tries to sell the photos to J. Jonah Jameson, right? That happens first. Um, and I like, think he does get some I mean, pictures. Yeah, and like, he won't buy them for some reason because maybe because they're just a dude. Come on, J. J. I need forty six dollars. I need forty six dollars. I spent I like forty six dollars costume. J. Jonah Jameson. Then there's another accident. Me? You made a, a t- oh a time yeah, that's what happens out of a. DeLorean? I, Tim. I can't do it. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I tried. Wow, you added another uh, voice to your repertoire. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so, Tim, I remember it happened, though. What's that? He's trying to sell the photos, mm-hmm. and then they hear, oh, another super slow motion car wreck happened. Right. Somebody robbed a bank. And they're like, you know, send Goo Goo Doo Goo or whatever. And Bobby Robinson's like, he's not there. Let's send Parker. And he's like, oh, okay. So Parker gets his first fucking job. At working for the Daily Planet. No, shit. Bugle. He shows up. And it's again. Poor guy's dying. He's taking pictures. Guy's dying this time. (laughs) He's taking photos. Captain Barbera is there again like, that's pretty weird. uh, You're here again, Peter. You're here again. That's, uh, I'd call that pretty suspicious. He's like, gosh, Captain Barbera, I guess you might. And Captain Barbera goes off to like, I don't know, cough up a lung because he's smoking a giant (laughs) cigar. And Peter gets up close. He's like, this guy's in rough shape. As a cop or some dude, he's never the cop. Ambulance. I guess he's like an EMT from the he's Snyder like, Ambulance yep. Company. I wrote it down. Like oh, famous Zach New Snyder. York. <laughs> What's Zach that? Zack Snyder. It's, it's, it's the, the Snyder cut. <laughs> That's what it's called. He says, "Go get him a blanket," and he runs away as if suddenly Peter has. Well, the guy, yeah, the guy is supposedly dying behind the letter, and they're like, "We can't get him out until this truck gets." So he's like, "He's not going to make it that long." I, that I have voice? to mention something. That's my Peter voice. I have to mention something. Mister, he's not going to make Peter it. Peter was describing the powers Spider-Man has <laughs> to J. Jonah Jameson and Robbie Robertson. I know. He talks about how strong he is. A thousand times stronger. This, a thousand times no stronger way. than a person. <laughs> but when did we see Peter do anything strong? Just this once. He, he broke. Yeah, but we, prior to that point, he really has no, no idea. I know. Like that's glossed over. Like, you know, you could have had a very easy scene of Peter, Peter, like picking up the front end of a car and it's on a hydraulic lift off camera 
or something, but we never get, he's just like, I'm thousands of times stronger than you. Maybe off screen, so, he got very angry at Uncle Ben and then choked him to death. And just murdered him. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happened. He punched Uncle Ben so hard that he, he broke into rice. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes. Uh, so yeah, Peter tells the EMT guy to get an ambulance, no, to get a blanket. Mm-hmm. And while the guy's not looking, Peter just rips the steering column right. out. The guy's like, what happened? He's like, oh, it just came out. So I guess the guy lives. Yeah. Yeah. Because Barbara's like, Pretty suspicious, Peter. Got that steering wheel. Pretty suspicious. I can't do his voice. Yeah. It's kind of sus- kind of suspicious, Peter. I, why, why it I don't know like this. Voice. Uh, All I can... uh, it's like this. You gotta do uh, it's a lot of uh, in there. <laughs> it's me, Captain Barbera. Uh, I like Marinera. Uh. Captain Barbera, you're telling me you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why it's in my head. I don't either. Uh, so, um, so we, this is where we finally see a shady character who's controlling people's yeah, minds. Yeah, we're pretty far in. Yeah. And he's, he shows up. He's big. And I, I remember as a kid thinking, well, why can't you just call him Kingpin? I think he's supposed to be King. He's not that big, but he's big. Oh, actually let's address that. So a funny thing about this show from what the limited amount I've seen is that the villains always tend to have very comic booky plots. Let's just mm-hmm. say what the plot is now. He's a new age guru who is secretly hypnotizing people via buttons Noah Tyler. and microwaves mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like a whole tech thing and he can control them. Like for instance, the guy that Peter saves in this instance, there's a whole, he turns out he's a college professor. He's the only person who's not in a coma. Yeah. Uh, Peter meets his daughter. Who's like this. There's a lot of shit we should well, gloss over because it gets very long. No, well the Noah Tyler is the guru and he does meet, this man's daughter. That's the actor's name? You know him? No, Noah Tyler. He's... Oh, no, wait. Uh, it's Byron. Sorry, it's Byron. Noah Tyler is one of the okay. characters where you hear him go, destroy, and that, that means they go and, like... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so in the, it's actually a pretty big coincidence that, like, the... He... Peter... What, go on. Well, if we want to get through the plot, the, this, this guy that isn't in a coma... They tell him through mind control, destroy, and he starts to, he's going to jump out the hospital window. And Peter happens yeah. to show up and he's like, oh my God. And so does his daughter. His daughter's name is. Um, well, Peter had met the daughter, yeah, at the hospital. Judy. And they were going Judy, Judy, that's her name. Judy. Judy Jetson. Yes. So here we finally yeah. see Spider Man in action. He crawls down the wall, picks it's up. It's his public debut. Like, yep. this is the first time people see him in costume. Picks up Noah Tyler, and instead of putting him in the room, he carries him to the roof. I... And then leaves him there. <laughs> yes. And does like a hand gesture, like, all right, you stay. And then runs off. Because the police the show up, yeah. So that... And we learn Noah Tyler doesn't remember what happened. Nope. He's like, you know more than I do, Captain Barbera. And he said, ooh, picnic basket. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 he tried, does he try to sell these here, Captain Barbera sees, yeah, Captain Barbera notices that Peter is the guy who took photos of Spider-Man this time. Okay. And he's like, that's also very suspicious <laughs> that this Spider-Man guy makes an appearance and you are the photographer who gets the photos. There's a lot of yeah. shit going on. Peter befriends, I guess she's meant to be a love interest, Judy Jetson. Somewhat. Noah Tyler's Duty. girl daughter. Because, and she's like, yeah. well, I love this new age guru. Let's go see him together. Because that's who her father had there. gone to see. Or is that her uncle? I forget. Yeah. yeah. The fa- uh, it's her father. The father had gone to see her. 
And we also learned suspiciously so had these other people. Yes. The, the, the judge. And Pete. We skipped the judge. I want to. Gurus were a thing back then because Peter makes fun of the guru. I don't know if you noticed that. He, he made a little, I didn't. He made a little joke. And Judy's like, hey, that's not right. And he's like, oh, sorry. That's a weird well, scene. <laughs> he made fun. I feel like. Oh, I didn't finish my thought before. Oh, sorry. Like, it's it's super comic booky plots. Yes. But they're never actual supervillains. It's like they feel like they're a little bit too embarrassed, even though they're doing shit. Like they're using mind control technology. Yes. In the other episode we watched, it's like image casting stuff. Like the, why not make it the kingpin? Why not make it Mysterio? Yeah. That, that's just embarrassing for them. <sighs> yeah. And they're also oddly 70s. Like I feel like the guru new age spin yeah. is like a very 70s thing. Uh, the other episode we saw it was like a ghost thing. That was also <laughs> super 70s. Both of these movies have henchmen who inexplicably are martial artists. That's also super 70s. Yes, yes. This guy literally has a group of three samurai. Which, has, why did he think he needed them? I don't know. <laughs> it's, and they're, they're hilarious. Like I was like, what? I liked his, 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 his course. Because we get to see his course where he tells the woman that a house in the country is a stupid dream. Yeah, and Peter's like, he just insults you. Why do you like this? I was one of the like, this guy's a dick. I am the one, the one woman who's like, I dream that maybe my cat could poop a six-inch six turd. He's, he's like, now that's a dream worth having. <laughs> yes, that's what he said. Fuck your financial security, your dreams of children and a family in the forest. That's <laughs> bullshit. We all want to wish for cat turds that are bigger than the span of our hands. <laughs> And he holds his meaty paw. Yes. like that. Now go out in the world. Go out in the world. Feed your cats. And, uh, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and. and they, they go yes, and, and they feed cats. And Judy drives a Ford Pinto. They drive home to feed cats. Did you? Do you know the Ford Pinto? You know why it's famous? I mean, I know the Ford Pinto is famously the car that had the gas tank in the back. Yes. And when you lightly render it, explode, killing everybody. They would shove the shock absorbers into the gas tank. Yep. So nice. she died soon after this. Because she was driving yeah, that And car. they show it. And it's just like 10 minutes of her burning. <laughs> Jesus. It's dark. I remember Pintos. I was around. I don't, did you ever, were you ever in one? Uh, I think I know it from reading old uh, comics. No, oh, come on. Like comic strips. Making, but I, did, I don't think I ever was in one. My brother's friend had one and I had to go with them someplace. And when we got into it, my brother, he said, I thought this smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> I gotcha. There was the line where Aunt May said something about me remembering to take your allergy medicine. And I didn't get what that was about. We never know what he's allergic to. He's around Judy and he's just sneezing on her. Yeah, that was weird. That almost seemed like it was something that's gonna pay off and it never does. She was like, That's not my thing, Peter. I like Dutch ovens. <laughs> so Peter's still looking. Peter asked Judy, You got $46? Maybe I can borrow. I wrote something about Aunt May and I can't read it. Aunt May. She didn't say did much. Did you face your. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just cut to the end. There's so much shit that just happened. Well, he calls Space Lab. I want to point out that's pretty easy. He knows Space Lab's number. Okay. Because he found. That's how he discovers gamma rays are doing this. Oh, I mean, microwaves. No, actually, microwaves. Yeah. Which actually, I do want to say good job of bringing in the brainy side of Peter as part of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like. Because. He does some of the work as Peter Parker and he figures stuff out and he figures out stuff as Spider-Man. 
Peter decides to go, he figures out in some way that Byron is responsible. He doesn't quite understand what's going on with the gamma. I mean, now you got me saying it. The gamma rays, man. The, the gamma rays. Yeah, but he does go and sees Byron, pretends to be very enthusiastic about his course down. And Byron gives him a little pin he puts on his comically hard, huge collar. And he brainwashes him. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a weird trigger thing that happens yes. later. Well, he, he does. Yeah. Oh, you know what? He, he, he gives him a pin to brainwash him. But George, mm-hmm. remember, uh-huh. remember when I told our listeners, Aunt May lives in a big, nice mansion, nice hardwood floors, nice yep. uh, carved wood paneling all over the walls. And uh-huh. yet Peter, uh-huh. he lives in this junky attic. So guess what I made? What? I made a list of reasons. Why would Peter live in that stupid attic in this nice house? I got, there must have been like one. three extra bedrooms. She's not his real kid. He doesn't love her. She doesn't love him. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. What's your reasons? Well, the first one. This attic, you've seen National Lampoon's Vacation, Christmas Vacation. You know, yes. you know the attic door where you pull a door down, a little ladder comes down? Yes. That's the kind of attic he lived in. You had to pull the little ladder down to get up there. So just so okay. our listeners know. Yes, and... Yes, and. So Aunt May, she can't climb uh-huh. the little ladder that leads up to the attic, and thus, he she won't be able to find Peter's Playboy magazine that he's got hidden in the attic. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number two, he uh-huh. sleeps up there so he won't hear Aunt May's scream in her sleep. She's always having terrible nightmares, and that's because of the horrible way Uncle Ben died. You see, one night... He fell while trying to climb up that little ladder into the attic so he could find that damn playboy that he knew Peter had hidden up there. So that's, that's how Uncle Ben died. And the yeah, third reason. Wow, that's rough. The third reason. Peter was also taking method acting classes. He was ter- determined to get the part of Anne Frank in the Diary of Anne Frank that oh, they were no. doing on the university. You're going to fucking bring the specter of Anne Frank into so this shit? He would sit in the attic You're and write in his diary about the time Aunt May almost found his Playboy magazine that he had hidden oh in his bike shorts. Goodness. <laughs> or he'd write about the bike time he almost bought a Hustler magazine and he fainted in the store. So You know, it's funny you mentioned Hustler because I actually feel like the bad guy, Mr. Byron, looked like Larry Flint. Yeah, he did, now that you mentioned. I actually was like, is that Larry Flint? Uh, <laughs> I'm cutting to the end. There's too much shit to talk about. Wait, let me, a lot let, of let me check my notes. Can I check my notes? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Spidey climbs the wall and tracks the uh-huh. signal, and he sneezes. He sneezes, and he breaks. Why can I talk? He sneezes, and he breaks his uh-huh. tracker, that little tracker no, that you can buy that I think I had, that plastic tracker when I was a kid, <laughs> whatever it was. Wait, his tracker, or you mean his... Um... He was tracking the gamma rays back to Noah's place, and he sneezed, uh, and he dropped that... it, and he's like, damn it, I broke it. I broke my Dude. tracker. I zoned out during <laughs> that part. That's what happened. It could have, yeah, I believe. It. So that's when the three judo guys come out, who I don't know why <laughs> he had yep. three judo henchmen, and he fights them for a while. For a very long time. Which he should be able to defeat them. He's, as he claimed before, he is thousands of times stronger <laughs> than a person. He, I'm just going to posit, if I'm thousands of times, even, you know what, even if I'm hundred times three times as strong <laughs> as a person, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of them. I don't have to build up a sweat. No. I, because I'm a nerd, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm not even a nerd. This actually said spiders 
or actually like 40, they would be able to lift 40 times their own weight yes. if they were as a person. Mm-hmm. So if you say an average fit person could lift their weight, Spider-Man is effectively 40 times stronger than a person. He should be able, he should be like, he, they should be smears. <laughs> he even webs them up and they escape. <laughs> the web up was awesome. Because that was He better. knocks them onto the ground mm-hmm. and he goes, he does this thwip and they just throw a Halloween decoration on top of them. <laughs> it's just the webby shit that you put out on your fence. It just floats down. I'm like, yes. And then the big, the big, the big stunt of the movie, he, he swings away. Cause yep. I think it's the only time he really swings. Yep. And for it's some, it's obviously like on a crane winging him around. And there's a strange thing. Cause, uh, Kingpin, as I want to call him, comes out uh-huh. and I don't understand this line. He says, this one's an original. He'll come back himself. Yeah, uh, I took that as he actually said, "This one's original. He'll come back by himself." Yes, by himself. I took it as he doesn't think he's working with the cops. Uh, he's like a vigilante working by himself. Yes. All right. There. So now, now can I cut to the end? Uh, Barbara asked Peter about Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just break really in and bad. smash that computer that Kingpin has. Oh, this well, is. We didn't say what the Kingpin's big. The guy we're going to call Kingpin, his big plan was. This is the part. He's announced to the city that there are 10 random citizens who he used, because by now it's known that he's using mind control to make people rob banks. And 10 random citizens are going to kill themselves. They don't even know who they are Mm -hmm. unless the city gives, I think it's a million dollars, no, $2 million (laughs) to a seaplane that's waiting in New York Harbor. True. And this is all on the front page. It's a crazy plot. It's insane because, of course, what happens is we see the plane just sitting out there (laughs) and Barbera goes up and he's like, surprise, guys, he's out of money. And he arrests them because, of course, he would. Surprise, motherfuckers. And he just shoots them. Motherfuckers, shoots (laughs) him in the throat. No, but he arrests the dudes and watching on shore, Byron's like, damn it, now these deaths are on your head, mayor. Yeah. And he hits this button that sends out the like you see like a little like TV antenna. Mm-hmm. I, I want to express how unimpressive this antenna is. It's it like is. a normal antenna with like four medium sized cable it, like it's, radar it's, dishes. It's on the it. radar dish that you, you could buy back then from the Death Star, I think. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Star Wars toy. <laughs> it sends out this signal to the ten citizens. And wouldn't you know who one of them citizens is? Peter Parker. Peter motherfucking Parker. We see this computer screen that's going like this. Bop, 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 noise. It was flashing. It was definitely giving people seizures. It says destroy. Destroy. Judy Jetson's one of them. Mm-hmm. And so we see a guy like on just a bridge. He stops. He starts climbing up the side of the bridge to jump into the water. Brooklyn. We see a woman who's uh, a blonde woman who's maybe on the GW bridge. I'm like, is that Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Probably not. She climbs up. Judy is – where is she? I forget. She was at a New York landmark too. She but was, it wasn't like super fair. She was, um, oh man, she was going to stick oh, stick her. She was, gonna she was in the subway. Her, no, she's going to stick her hand in a kitty litter box and get toxo kitty litter box and pull it. Toxoplasmosis. Yeah, and then love cats even more. She was in a subway. It was actually cool to see New York subway in the seventies. And Peter, for some reason, gets the real one. The guy's like, "You can jump off the Empire State Building." Yep, they go to New York. So we see that. some like vintage. He goes into the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Peter goes up the top. He's not in control of himself. All these people, there's supposed to be 10. We only see like four of them because they just don't have the budget to show the other 10. And uh, Peter starts climbing up over the metal grill that protects people from jumping off the Empire State Building. And through sheer Sheer luck, stupid luck, 
the thing scrapes off the button off his giant lapel yep. and he's like, oh shit. So he quickly turns into Spider-Man, takes webs across town because mm-hmm. he could track him now. I don't know why he couldn't before. Uh, well, you know, he knows where he is, right? Track. Oh, I guess he knows where yeah. he lives. He sees the antenna. The again, pulls it down. Not impressive looking antenna. <laughs> he webs it. Webs it, pulls it down so it's completely attached. <laughs> like rips it off the side of the building, and like sits there like just doing stuff. And, and then we cut to inside, and Byron like the lights are going. He's he's going like oh, like getting zombified. <laughs> and because I guess Peter is actually altering the antenna, even the antenna is ripped off the building. It shouldn't be doing anything. He sent the message back. Sends the message back and. We see the guy climbs down from the side of the bridge. The lady who's up on top of the GW bridge just smiles because mm-hmm. she can't get down. She's just stuck. She lives there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy decides she pulls her hand out of the cat box, brushes <laughs> the litter off the front of her sweater, and decides not to jump in the New York City subway. You- and then Peter goes inside the building where he knows he's going to find Byron, and he sees the three fucking samurai. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, I reversed the signal. We're buddies now, right? And they're like, yeah. It's this low shot, and they all smile. They're like, yeah, they all pat each other <laughs> in the back. And he lets them through. And he goes into the room, and then we see this room with the flashing lights at the computer, because computers are magic, everybody. Oh, yeah. And Byron's just sitting there like, duh. And yep. Peter gets up. Well, he's, he's, Spider-Man. he's drooling. Spider-Man gets up close. He's drooling. Yeah, I think he is drooling. He's got a Playboy like, magazine. Sorry. He's got a Playboy. Maybe Peter. Wait. And Peter's Peter, like. I think that wasn't drooling. Peter, let me. Peter's like, let me just. Take this from you. Peter's like, is that Miss November? And he opens the window <laughs> and he whistles like a pig. And he says, well, Mr. Byron, you've become a zombie like you did to other people. You need some help. Can I give you a suggestion? You should go to the police and turn yourself in to Captain Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> Cut to a cab. And cluck, He's doing just that. Cluck like a chicken, too. Cluck like a, Also, uh, you should <laughs> shit every time you hear the word deflate. <laughs> And so the uh, Lord you, Byron, a.k.a. the Kingpin, turns himself in. Uh, by the way. There's a press conference. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't need to go over it, but you missed a funny bit because Spider-Man did, did go back to Kingpin's headquarters. Uh-huh. Judo guys came out again. He fought them again. Oh, and, I was going to mention this. Part. And then he's like, I'm right. going to swing away. And for some reason, they have a flamethrower to, to burn up <laughs> his yeah. web. I was like, which <laughs> and he falls. And catches a gargoyle. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's this weirdness. It's like they were so embarrassed to have supervillains. Yes. And it's like you need so, – like so you have a hero who has extra normal <laughs> abilities. You need people to match them. So you have the guy with the mind control. Why not make him the kingpin, somebody who can match Spider-Man physically? Instead, <laughs> they give him some fucking weird judo flamethrower guys. Yeah. All they need is a gun. And, then, and Yeah. And then the other episode we saw, it's the same shit where like – these random henchmen are martial artists. It's like, why not just make the guy fucking Mysterio? Because he was clearly Mysterio. Yeah. And I don't know, he makes him fight a robot or something. It's so weird. And he got up he um, got up to the top of the Empire State Building. We forgot to mention this. He got up there so quick uh-huh. there, were, there was nobody in the way because the, the guard was like, he, he'd been taking those method acting classes. The guard is like, oh, Miss Anne okay. Frank, go right on up. Go up to the attic. Jesus. The Empire State this Building. Is wrong. Yeah, this is wrong. I'm sticking to that character. <laughs> Stick it to it's terrible character. <laughs> terrible bit. Terrible. I, like, I thought your previous obsession with Adolf Hitler was awful. I hate to see that it's now expressing itself this way. You are a bad person, Tim Hamilton. Um, wrapping up really quickly. Uh, so there is a press conference. 
announcing the mm. capture because of... Barbera says, "Take these monkeys inside." I can't do his voice. Yeah, that's called <clears throat> "Take yeah. these monkeys inside." Get these monkeys inside, which I guess he was referring to Uncle Leo, yes, Uncle Leo, and the Kingpin. And J. Jonah and, Jameson is there, and the monkey, and he's like, and there's a monkey, an actual ape. This could have used a monkey. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson is there, and who has really shown none of his trademark character's animosity towards Spider-Man. If anything, he seemed mildly curious about him and confused about how many legs he should have. Yes, he, he... And despite the fact... Yeah. He <laughs> despite does. the fact he's run photos of this guy that helped him sell papers, we said, he he mentions something to like, I heard you had some help, Captain Barbera. He's like, eh, yeah, from Spider-Man. He goes, well, I hope he disappears and goes back to where he came from. We don't need his kind here. You're not doing his voice. And then he, they, they basically... We uh, don't... We don't need his kind here. Oh, that's I'm doing the wrong. I'm doing J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson was anyway, like, "Damn you, kid!" And he slaps his e- slaps Peter's ears. "Damn you! I told you to deliver that medicine." And Peter's like, "Mr. Gowan, oh, Mr. Mr. Gowan, you're boxing, boxing my ears." I don't know why we're doing this, but why not? Uh, <laughs> so it'll be a better uh, better episode. Better episode, Mr. Gowan, then, is J. Jonah Jameson. He yeah, boxes Peter's ears. Maybe it would ears be funny if it was every the same time actor the pictures are what's that? spot boxes and then peter has enough and <laughs> uses his strength thousands of times stronger rips his arms off and throws them to the sun uh basically j jonah jameson and the uh cop agreed that they will report spider-man stories but give the credit to the cop which i thought was weird yeah it's very weird and then P- peter's like will i ever see you again to judy she's like probably not i'm just a character from the pilot yes. <laughs> and then it ends and he's like well can i borrow 46 dollars? i really need those transmitters transistors he does actually i forgot he really did borrow the tr- money for the transistors from no he never got them. he's always asking people oh, for 46 dollars it's like so mr gowan give me 46 dollars yeah, please. and the show ends with like you know out the uncle ben level of reason why like he no. he was making money off of peter i mean off of spider-man ostensibly to get 46 dollars he never really quite gets or no he does he gets hired by jay jones jameson so i guess he gets the money at some point but he never learns his lesson about, you know, how to be a hero, no. how with great power comes great responsibility, like the literal core of Spider-Man. And I guess in the series going forward, he's just Spider-Man just because yeah. it helps his career. Yeah. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible. It, end, yeah, it ends. I got to say. It does end with him and, going and, home. And he's like, Aunt May, did a, did a girl call for me? And she says, no, Peter, I, I, I told that girl you were dead. I the wish end. you were like my husband. <laughs> That's the way I'm I guess we, yeah, we better do revenge. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Revenge. I'll get you. Revenge. Revenge. One of us will die. One of us will die. I will not let Sunny take my place. I will have my revenge. So, most likely. Uh, we both we both do this secret question i, I uh, i'm not uh, we both do this all right together yeah go <laughs> i set it up for you didn't i uh most likely to name their child our group one to name their child adolf <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah i know what you think Tim. judy maybe judy judy jetson <laughs> the love interest why uh well she was she was already into cults and gurus she was looking for that perfect guru and after this uh-huh. show, she went to uh, South America, and she found mm-hmm. that she found the boys from Brazil, and you know, mm-hmm. 
and she married one of them, and uh, they oh, which one had a child? Uh huh. Uh, the boy number. Is this born. is your producer, Miss Lee. Owing to the fact that Tim and George's story involved theories about Nazis living in South America, test tubes filled with holy water, and proof that giants with horned heads once roamed pre-Columbian America. The Smithsonian pulled this section of audio and brought it to their secret headquarters for preservation. While in transit, said audio accidentally burst into flames and was reportedly lost to history along with a bipedal lizard skeleton nailed to a cross and J. Edgar Hoover's private collection of six-inch-long mummified cat turds. We apologize for this disruption in the show. So, anyway... Sorry, everybody. We had a great story. That was like the hilarious story about who would name their child Adolf Hitler. But uh, Tim, I guess they can't. You know, I hate that sort of stuff. But like, my ribs hurt from laughing so hard. You, I don't, you pooped out a six-inch pooper right into the kitty litter box. <laughs> you shit out a series of candy cones of 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 ice cream cones of startlingly size and colors, yes. like. I don't think in this show that we have dedicated to the art of yes and, I don't think we have ever yes ended so brilliantly, no. so funnily. Like, I felt like it was like two Robin Williams <laughs> on cocaine swirling around each other, like right. verbal dervishes. That's how good we were. It was great. But and the fucking Smithsonian. we'll have to move on. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I guess this means that probably our revenge story, our revenge sequels will suck because we used up all our good humor. Probably. You want to go first? Yeah. Uh, let me think. You want me to go first so you can make up one about a man in a yellow hat against a monkey? Oh, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I'm ready. Yeah, you go first. You go first. Go, go ready. Go, go, go. So the delivery man that was named Hunky Crabtree, the delivery man who wanted to give transistors to Peter, but he got scared because they were doing all that radiation stuff. So he did get zapped by radiation. Oh, shit. And he also had those transistors in his delivery warehouse for a month because Peter never got that $46 he needed to pick them up. Mm. But Crabtree, he needed that $46 to take his lady friend out to dinner. And his lady Who friend? Who is his lady friend? Jim? She was, in fact, a <gasps> certain May Parker. No! Yes. With that $46 in 1977, he was going to take May out to a big fancy meal at Peter Luger's by, like, four states. That was one of his talents. He could eat three steaks. He knew Aunt May could only eat one steak. Oh, I was wondering what the fourth steak was for. But. It'd be kind of a dick move if you just bought three steaks, ate them all. I was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. So, but he didn't have that money. So, being in love with lovely May Parker, he robbed a store. And he got away because the cop on the beat was old. And in fact, Peter Parker was there. But Peter was like, I'm practicing my method acting to play Helen Keller in the Forest Hills production of The Miracle Worker. I can't see any guys running off with money. So, you know, the bad guy got away. I shouldn't, I should have done his voice, shouldn't I? Yeah, do it. No. So Crabtree, Crabtree took Aunt May to dinner <laughs> with his stolen money. And, even, and uh-huh. even though they were old, May told Crabtree that she really liked the way he scarfed down a steak and she wanted to get married and have a child of their own. Wow, and Aunt May, mm-hmm. easily in her 60s mm-hmm. in this. Well, she knew Peter was a scientist. She's, she's, that's why she kept him in the attic. He's going to do some... Uh, and she knew his experience from our humorous arti- bit that we Artificial riffed. insemination. Artificial insemination, yeah. yeah. God, that was funny. So Crabtree had to sadly tell her that the radiation he was exposed to at the university that day, when he was hanging out with uh-huh. these two jerky kids, 
it, it uh-huh. had destroyed what was left of his sperm count. Couldn't, oh, no. couldn't give Aunt May what, he, what she wanted. Oh, no. Aunt May told him she was very sorry. Wait, wait. But, question. Yes. Did he try it first? Did he give her a Rodgerin? <laughs> no, he had... He, he sell he he would sell it for money and like after he'd gone to that uh, university. No, but I'm saying before he, he missed it, his sperm is is oh it was he was like this so is no like, good like, we can't pay you for this Tim. he was shooting dust. Did they have sex though? <laughs> did he did he? I don't know. Amaze? I don't want to get into that. No, no, tell me about it. It's old people. Yeah, old people <laughs> sex the best kind. But that May she said she was very sorry, you know, but she really wanted a kid, so she had to hit the personal ads again looking for that special guy. She was upset uh-huh. because in the paper it did say a man who's handsome with a high sperm count. Wanted. Uh-huh. Oh, I fucking <laughs> lied about both counts. Must be able also to climb a little ladder into the attic to find my nephew's Playboy magazine. <laughs> so much Playboys. <laughs> so much. Later, Crabtree sat sad and lonely in his one-room apartment above the illegal cockfighting arena. And he wanted to get revenge on those snotty kids who irradiated his groins. His, uh-huh. his, yeah, his groin. Only one groin. Didn't have two groins. In his anger, Maybe he suddenly he smashed a table yeah. in half with his mind, and he realized <gasps> that the radiation killed his sperm, but it also opened an electronic gate in his mind that allowed him to zap tables in half. And maybe people, too. But that's it. Yeah, just tables. Just tables in half? Because now he was Mr. Transistor. That was his supervillain oh, name. He went to the university to get revenge on those kids and make them give him his $46 but only Peter's friend uh, we saw once was there. And Mr. Steve, Tran- no, Dave. Yeah. Mr. Transistor was going to zap him in half if he didn't give him his $46. <laughs> but this Peter showed so up. Long. Yeah, Peter showed up as Spider-Man. And they had a fight in which Mr. Transistor smashed tables in half. He was jealous that Spider-Man could shoot all this fluid out of his arms. And, and uh, you know. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. So uh, Spider-Man beats him. And takes him to the police and gets lots of pictures of him fighting Mr. Transistor. And the headline says, Supervillain with low sperm count captured by hero who shoots lots of ropes. <laughs> so. Oh, no. That was such a long walk for that line. So, this episode is called $46. Buys a lot of Playboy. Yeah, back then especially. Wow, Tim. That was great. Not as good as our other... Our, uh, no, I mean nothing will ever match the bit that this the Smithsonian claimed from us. Yes. And their double agent producer Miss Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> so mine uh my revenge sequel that I'm going to craft to Spider-Man is uh it actually has a similar departure point for yours. What was his name? Hugo Crabtree, the delivery man who's afraid of the radiation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about that guy. <laughs> In fact, talk about the guy who I've been jokingly referring to as Steve Rogers, his friend. We decided his name was Dave, mm-hmm. but maybe that's not his name. We don't know a lot about this character. We know he's a scientist like Peter himself. He's apparently one of Spider-Man's best friends. Good-looking, athletic, blonde guy. Has a lot of the same interests. And he's not, unlike most of the people in this movie, he's not startlingly stupid. No, I guess not. So Peter hits the... You know, this this photo of Peter posing with three samurai <laughs> hits the hits the newspapers. Right. And he's just looking at it. He's just kind of like, hmm. It's pretty weird how my buddy, my lab partner, has suddenly just been taking all these photos of this spider person. Mm-hmm. 
It's like one day he was just working here with me in the lab, looking for $46. <laughs> Wanted to borrow $30 from me. We didn't mention that yeah. part. So apparently he had $16 of his own. Mm. But now, multiple days in a row, he's this alleged spider person. And he kind of looks around the lab and he's just a thought's beginning to form, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And he notices that there's certain elements that had been cannibalized from their long-going experiments. Oh, yeah. Like these kind of like wrist guards, mm -hmm. uh, this kind of depressing, this button that you would depress. <laughs> he sees that there's been some drawings that look like maybe these were fashioned into some sort of web shooter. He Does notices there's a great... Yeah. Does he find a, a drawing of a costume that looks like a spider? Like different different <laughs> ones? Drawing of a, well, Tim, not only does he find this drawing, do you want to know where it was? It was in a fucking Playboy. He <laughs> yes. opens up the Playboy to look at the centerfold, Miss October, and drawn, like it just falls out. Drawn in there is like a picture of this like this little person in a spider costume. Weirdly has eight legs. Uh, exposed genitalia. Luckily that didn't make it with Mary's costume. But he's like, hmm. He notices that they had this viscous fluid that they were reading that seems to also be missing. He's like, hmm. And the, play, and the Playboy magazine, was, the pages are stuck together. It's like, hmm. The pages are stuck together, <laughs> yes. And he's like, I hope that's what it's <laughs> And he starts looking at that photo and he's like, you know, if you were to take Peter and remove his giant collar and squash down his 70s-tastic <laughs> hair, I bet he'd look a lot like that person in that weird spider suit. He's like, hmm. <laughs> He decides yeah. something's afoot. So he takes some of that whisk, that viscous fluid he finds that they had been working on. Mm -hmm. It's web fluid. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and he irradiates it. And, the ra and instead of being like this kind of like white Halloween stuff, it becomes black. I saw this color. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking at it and it crawls like the blob over him. And this guy becomes Venom. <laughs> Spider-Man's foe. And turns out his name isn't Dave, it's Eddie Brock. And wow. they get in a big fight, and it's wicked cool, and he's got a big white chest on him, and he's got sharp teeth, and he says stuff about eating his brains, but then Spider-Man tricks him into going into a bell. <laughs> and I guess it, the sound makes him dissolve. Yep. That's it? That's the end. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Goes into a I, bell. That's how, is that how Venom gets defeated. They go into a church. I know. I remember. Not. I like the way. Not Graham. I like not Graham. Truncated version. Not Graham Bell. He goes into a bell. <laughs> Wait. Scratch it. <laughs> he goes into a bell. But Tim, it's it's not a fucking church bell. It's a, it's a taco bell. Oh, it's a taco bell. And the two of them, Venom <laughs> and Spider-Man, have a chalupa eating contest. <laughs> now, you may be like, George, this is 1978. The chalupa was invented yet. And I say, yeah, in our universe, but in the fucking Marvel Universe it was. Spider-Man eats 46 chalupas. Ooh. Fucking Venom eats 47. And I know how this contest ends, he, right? Wait. Well, he claims victory, but then suddenly he feels a rumbling in his tumbly. <laughs> yeah. Would it guess how Tim, long is guess how long this <laughs> turd that Venom made was? Well, it was 27 feet long, but uh huh, 
I mean, they they reported it was 26 feet long because J. Jonah Jameson was the editor, and he doesn't think the number 14 exists, so he always gets these numbers oh, wrong. So he, he, so he actually got it's it weird. wrong. J. Jonah Jameson's really confused. He goes in <laughs> high-rise buildings, too, and they already skipped 413. He's yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. You're wrong, Tim, because they ate Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. There was no viscosity to the shit at all. It was just pure brown water and Jesus. chunks. Yeah. And it filled his suit, were... his living suit, and he drowned in it. And that's the end. That is the end. That is the <laughs> end. Because we've now. talked for an hour. 27 minutes. <laughs> all right. Hey, send <gasps> us an email. Right. Bimko with an E at gmail.com. Did we get mail? And like us. E's and at the follow end, everybody. Us. Uh, well, we got no mail. Follow us. <laughs> like us. We are everywhere you can find podcasts. And all this month, we're going to talk about Spider-Man episodes. And I can't believe we talked this long about an hour show. What's, oh, what's next week? What's next week? Yeah, George. Yeah, what is next week? Because the first episode... So this was the pilot of the Spider-Man show. Mm-hmm. And I assume we're going in order. Okay. Now, my question okay. for you, Tim, yeah. is part, episode one, which is the next one, mm-hmm. and episode two are two-parter. You choose. Should we watch it all at once? Yeah. We, yeah. All right, so we're going to be watching. It's called The Deadly Dust Part 1 and The Deadly Dust Part 2 yeah. of The Amazing Spider-Man, the 1978 series, available on YouTube in all its glory. We're done. Follow yep. us. Like us. Uh, give us ratings. Why couldn't I do Joe Jane and Jameson? I could not do the voice. Because you didn't have a distinctive voice. Just any, any grumbly voice, though. Are you trying to do like a classic J. Jonas Jameson? It's like, you got to start I'm off with J. Jonas Jameson. Parker! I'm Jameson, see? Parker, who went me to this chair? That's a J. Jonah Jameson. The guy in this show was more like, well, I don't know, Peter. Should we do that? Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm not. He wasn't a J. Jonah. I don't know. What I'm doing. Next week. Next the week, deadly dust. The deadly dust. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're done. We gotta say goodbye. All right, bye, everybody. Here, yeah, we'll, yeah. Let's go out on that note. Let's go on a high note. <laughs> that was a high note. <laughs> bye. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party line. It's a party line. Actually, so, I just want to tell listeners, mm-hmm. we did gloss over a lot of what happened. <laughs> no. There was so many scenes of Peter or Spider-Man. They, I feel like he had like three fucking fights <laughs> against those fucking sounds. Yes. Oh, the most important part. Okay, wait. At the end. Uh-huh. Peter once again goes to his friends because they're friends now, the Samurais, because he reversed it. <laughs> and the photos he's trying to sell to J. Jonah Jameson uh-huh. are three are it's a group of photos oh, of the three right. samurai <laughs> posing with Spider-Man. Yes. And I'm just thinking he's pos- okay. posing with the enemy. <laughs> no, but this is what happens, right? So there's these three samurai who are the enemy, and or maybe not now. He sells these photos to J. Jonah Jameson, runs them in the paper. The three samurai see them the next day. They're like, that's funny. Look at this. We took that photo with Spider-Man who sent his camera on automatic picture. And they took a photo of us. If you look here, it says the photographer is Peter Parker. You think Spider-Man is Peter Parker? (laughs) Like his secret identity is already shot. It is. Dumb asshole. Well, luckily for them, it was the 70s and people didn't listen to anything minority said. Oh, we didn't mention, yes, they were of Asian descent. They were of Asian descent. Yeah.
Yeah. Didn't get- Should we mention the, the nationality of every person? Hmm? The- Let's do that. Robbie Robertson was black. And the rest were white. Peter Parker uh, was a white guy. J. Jonah Jameson was... Um, Jewish. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jew- I don't know. Was there any Jews in this? I, I bet know. you there weren't. Bet you there weren't. <laughs> Jews in Hollywood? So bring up- Jews in Hollywood? Come on. Tim, together with your Anne Frank comments, <laughs> this is not good. No, I'm right, being so, ironic. There's lots of Jews in Hollywood. All the music. <laughs> All right. 